0: Two, one. Welcome to the After Hour Sessions podcast. It's your host, D-Rock, here, and today I'm joined by a special guest, someone who really is doing her thing in the session wrestling industry, the kink industry, and someone I've been excited to talk with uh, has had awesome videos recently with Doom Maidens, with Hans Vanderkill, with Garrick from Garrick's Game. So I'm just really excited to talk to her, the incredible KK King. How are you?
1: Hey, what's up? I'm good. Thank you so much for having me.
0: No, thanks for joining me. I'm I'm excited to talk with you. Um uh, I think, you know, and not just say everyone is really interesting who comes on the show and it's always great to talk with, but just seeing you and like your background and just the the types of videos you do and how you got here seems like really interesting so i'm really excited to talk with you
1: oh nice so yeah i'm excited too
0: (laughs) (laughs) so i i have to ask so because on your session girls page it says you you play d1 ball which is awesome Mm -hmm. so i kind of just curious uh how good were you how like like were you like
1: I mean, I was on a scholarship. I was good.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm
2: just. <laughs>
1: yeah, like I, um, you know, I, I played pickup ball and stuff like that in L.A. And people are always a little surprised <laughs> at, at how good I am. But um, no, nah, I mean, I'm good. I'm good. I won't like, I'm not about to be like, oh, I'm I'm amazing. But I'm good. I, I won't lie no. about that. Yeah. <laughs> I I
0: When I see D1 ball, you got to be not just good. You got to be great because there's there's levels. So I tell people, I'm like, you might be good in high school. I, there's another there's another couple levels to be in D1. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Level. So, yeah, I was having a little fun. But no, that, you, that's awesome. Like you, you were you were great. So. So now how did you play other sports or was 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 basketball yeah, the true. only one?
1: No, track and field. I actually only did basketball for a year in college um, because I was also doing track and field. And being a multi-sport athlete in college is insane. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So um, I decided just to end up going, sticking with track and field, and um, and yeah, and then I finished out my my uh, schooling doing track and field. But yeah.
0: Okay, now what did you do in track and field? Were you a runner or discus? Oh, or?
1: God, no. No way. <laughs> <laughs> I personally stay away from running as much as I possibly can. Um, no, I was a thrower, so I did shot put, discus, the weight throw, and the hammer throw.
0: Oh, wow. Which, which uh, of those, which one would you say you were, you were best at?
1: Um, The, the weight throw.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah.
1: I had a, a record at my school. I was in the top 10 of all time.
0: Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's great. Now, now did you come from like an athletic family or like, ha- like how did you oh, get yes. into sports?
1: Very athletic family. All I knew growing up was sports. Um My mom went to college for softball. My dad went to college for football. Um He played pro for a while and um my brothers they both went to school one went to school for baseball the other one went to school for football I did you know track and field and basketball so literally sports have been my my entire life
0: yeah I can tell I, that's a yeah. that's a yeah that's an athletic family right there that's awesome oh, yeah.
1: now are you <laughs> are you the
0: youngest the oldest the middle
1: the middle yep i'm right smack dab in the middle okay
0: okay and dad played in the nfl what teams did he play on
1: he so he played a season for the miami dolphins
0: that's awesome that's so cool yeah
1: yeah
0: so cool so yeah so yeah the yeah at, sports was in your I, i'm a big sports fan but uh yeah that was that was running in your veins big time
1: <laughs> oh yes yeah, big time like from the moment I could like move, they're like, "Here's a basketball, here's a softball, here's a like, you know, here's all this stuff." So yeah,
0: no, yeah, that's really cool. That's so. So now, did you ever do any? Was it always like basketball and track, or did you do any like combat sports kind of?
1: Um, I n- I never did any combat sports or anything like that. So no, like karate or taekwondo or wrestling or anything i never did anything like that um i always played in high school it was basketball volleyball and track and then leading up to that it was always um basketball and like soccer baseball softball um but yeah it wasn't up until high school that i started doing track and field and and volleyball
0: no that's incredible that's awesome Now, let me ask you, were you always, like, I guess before we get into questions about how you found, like, the world of kink and fetish and session wrestling, like, were you all, were you kind of vanilla growing up or were you always kind of curious about, you know, different like from bdsm or kink fetish and all those things
1: super vanilla (laughs) (laughs) super vanilla i was i was very sheltered i was very sheltered i remember once seeing like i was at my aunt's house and and she had like degrassi new generation that that show oh i love Um, that show and right yeah it's a great show and I, (laughs) i had never seen it in my life and like watching it and seeing kids like do drugs and go to raves and like do all this stuff I was like oh my god is that what people in high school do like I had no idea like if I was say like my friend had a birthday party on the weekend or something and I would be like yo dad can I like can I go to this party he'd be like nah you already went out this week and I'd be like what are you talking about he'd be like you had a basketball game on Friday and it was away wasn't it so you went out, and I was like, dang, okay, (laughs) I was, I was very, very sheltered, very vanilla, I didn't know anything about kinks, or anything sexual, period, I was just so vanilla and sheltered, like, literally my entire teenage years, like, young adulthood, I I would say.
0: Wow, okay, so, hey, that's so cool that you dropped Degrassi, because I, I'm a big fan, and Honestly, it's on HBO Max right now, so it just got there. So I started watching, rewatching them. So yeah. that's awesome. Love the show. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I was going to ask now: in college, did that change, or were you still kind of?
1: Um, know... in I mean, in college, I loosened up a like a little bit, like most people do. You know, you get away mm-hmm. from home; you're not staying with your parents anymore. I was in the dorm rooms and stuff. But, um, I mean, I still, would. I don't think, I, I mean, it's different for, for everybody, but I also think for women it's different. I don't know, mm-hmm. guys might find kinks and stuff like that, but I feel like sexuality for a woman is something that's so repressed almost, you know, mm-hmm. and like, we have to contain it because if you do try to explore your sexuality in certain kinks, you're labeled as a slut and you're labeled as, you know, all right. these things. So, um, and, and it's like slowly changing, but you know, <laughs> it takes time. So even in college, um, I didn't know anything about kinks at all.
0: Wow. And, and I think that's, um, I, I agree. And I think you said it, like, I think everybody will, you know, when they're f- discovering a kink or a fetish and especially the, the, you know, when you're younger, uh, and I guess when you're older too, but definitely when you're younger, like there's things and you're not sure who's, who's watching or looking, but you're right. It's Mm -hmm. definitely different for women than it is for, for, for men. For me, it was more just like friends would be mocking me, but I didn't have like that. I wasn't worried about the label of being called a slut, which I know I can only imagine how hard that is for all young ladies. So I think you're right. It is, it's a difference in genders when trying to, you know, find their sexuality.
1: 100 percent like if if a guy comes out and he's like 16 and he's like to his buddies yo I like feet like I like that shit <laughs> <You know>? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> like he might get clowned a little bit but that's about it whereas right. like uh, I mean women was it's harsh like if they're like oh my god like you're already having sex well psh, and they'll just drop you I like They'll drop you as friends. They don't want to talk to you. People think about you different. It's crazy. So I definitely, it, you know, and it is different everywhere, but I feel like that is the, the general, you know, tone that has been set for a lot of women. But especially where I grew up, I grew up in, in a smaller kind of town feel where everybody knows your business. And mm. yeah, so <laughs> yeah,
0: so you yeah, you add that on that makes it even harder. Absolutely. Oh Yeah.
1: Yes, I would and most of the time <laughs> figuring out like my kinks and certain sexual things that I was into wasn't even I wasn't even thinking about that. I was so I was that kid, I was in leadership, I had I was a three sport varsity athlete, um a 12 letter varsity athlete. I was a varsity on varsity ever since I was a freshman. Um and all I cared about was my school, my sports and going to college. That's all I cared about. So mm-hmm. anything else I never even really thought of, you
0: know? Right. No, for sure. And, and and that's interesting because I, I was thinking the one way of like, um, like you just kind of said, like, you you know, being such a, you know, going to school and playing a sport is really hard anyway, but then playing mm-hmm. multiple sports is tough, but then, you know, looking at it now, like you saying, it's a small town and you're a multi, you know, multi-star athlete. That means you're in the spotlight. Yeah. So then you add that layer to it. It makes it even really hard to kind of explore that.
1: Exactly.
0: No, that's so, so that's fascinating. So now what kind of led you to kind of start that path of finding out like more about your sexuality and what you enjoy?
1: um i guess i mean at one point in college because i'm i'm bisexual Mm -hmm. and um i i won't say that i knew i was in like middle school i feel like that's when a lot of people start to learn kind of about their sexualities and stuff like that but i started to find out that i was like attracted to women and stuff like that but you just kind of hide it. <laughs> you're like, I don't want people to know that. Like, I'm not a lesbian, but, because I would to me, like, being a lesbian was, like, such a bad thing, <laughs> and um, it just, I don't know, as growing up and, and then in college and becoming more free away from, you know, the eyes of, like, my parents and stuff like that, um, you know, I started, like dating women and doing you know different things and I guess that's kind of what helped me with my sexuality in that sense um mm-hmm. was just finally um letting myself explore because it's it's a big thing is I feel like when you've grown up in a small town and you've been super sheltered that you know, things can be, they can be scary because you can always be like, well, someone's going to find out and they're going to think I'm crazy and they're going to think I'm weird for liking this thing, yeah, <laughs> you <yeah>. know, <laughs> mm-hmm. whatever it is, they're going to judge me they're going to all these things. It's just fear at the end of the day. It's just fear. Um, so you have to give yourself, um, you know, permission to, to explore and you can't be afraid. So eventually <laughs> I got there and um, was able to like explore my sexuality more.
0: Now, uh, quick question for you, because like you said, you started exploring more. You know, you're in being bisexual, like in college. Did you pick a school far away from home, or was it kind of closer to home?
1: Oh man, I tried. I tried to go as far away, <Is> that <laughs> <laughs> but but um, the my best scholarship was in my hometown. Actually, so I wow. have to stay in my hometown. Yeah.
2: Um. But, yeah.
1: Yeah, so I ended up staying there. And it was, I mean, everything was fine. Like, I was still away from my parents and, and, you know, living in the dorms and everything like that because I made a point to, like, be out of the house and start living my own life. So, yeah.
0: No, but, you know, kudos and props to you because it's still, and from someone who went to college, you know, um, only 30 to 45 minutes away from where i live like it's still like you know hey they can just pop up you know if you go like hours away you know they're not just popping up on you so like no i give you credit still you know for taking that step like because i as crazy like you know you always hear the stories about people in college find themselves there's a lot of people who still don't a lot of people who oh, still yeah. feel that pressure. So I, I still give you a lot of props for, for, for doing that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's a continuous, um, you know, people, you have to continually find out about yourself and give yourself permission to explore certain things. Because I'm still finding out things about myself, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm mm-hmm. almost 30. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm still finding out stuff. And, and I will always be finding out new things about myself um you know and what I like and in in other things like that
0: no that's awesome and that's a great point like it never in so many things in life like the journey never ends
1: yeah you know? and there's so many there's so many different things there's so many different things to try and do and, and all that so it's like at the, at the end of the day it's like don't knock until you try it <laughs> <True. Very laughs> you true. know you you might Think that you don't like something, and then all of a sudden you try it, and you're like, "Oh shit, that was fucking awesome!" That's like- right.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's why I tell people like just I say the same thing. Like you never even tried it, and like, and sometimes it's it's like I tell them to do that research because they might see a video or a clip or just something or they hear whispers about or rumors. And then they think it's this. And I'm like, no, it's not even like that. It's not, Mm -hmm. you know, I told people when I told people like my first time going to like a dominatrix, like dungeon, they were like, weren't you scared? Wasn't it scary? Like, what? I'd be afraid. I'm like, this isn't like, this isn't like Frankenstein. (laughs) I'm like, it's not like Frankenstein or something like a horror movie. Like, no, it was chill. I'm like, it's not like I go, you, you watch too many movies or something here. Like, you gotta get out of that.
1: There's a, there's. I don't know if you have ever seen Euro Trip. It was a yes. you know big early two thousands movie, and when he goes to the dungeon <laughs> with the <laughs> dominatrix, like that thing is so it's so funny to me. But I was like, that's I think that's what they're afraid of. It's like, oh no, they're gonna take my booty hole, and I don't want them to. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, something like that. But that's not what being a dumb is like. You know, like being being a proper dominatrix you you know the ins and outs of your clients kinks and you cater to those kinks appropriately um if there is like you know and there are people on both sides that overstep but that's not what a proper dom should do like they need to know your your do's and don'ts and what you're comfortable with you know That's how, and that's how it should be on, on, on both sides of this. Mm
0: -hmm. Absolutely.
1: You're a dom or a client. It's always like the consent is the biggest thing, even for like, you know, financial doms, like no pushing someone appropriately to their like financial limits or whatever it is. Um, but then also not taking advantage where there's a difference.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely well said. And, and I, I had to say, cause I had to tell people like, cause you're, that's a good example of that, that scene in Euro trip. And I go, I'm like, if, you know, I'm like, if you really think it was like, you think I would willingly go on my own, like drive over or take the train over to a place and willingly go to something like that? Like, just, okay. Like, I'm like, no, yeah. that's not what it's like. Like, I'm like, it's <laughs> not what it's like at all. I'm like, you, I'm like, look <laughs> at you. I'm like, you know me. Like, I wouldn't just go over to that. Like, just, okay. Like, you know, yeah,
1: no, it's not, it's not that it's much, it's so much better. <laughs>
0: exactly. Exactly. No, it's so true. So like, what was, and, and now I know like, cause from being like someone like really respects and follows your work, like, so there's feet and there's the mixed wrestling and the mixed boxing and you know, the, the face sitting, but what was your personal, like, first, like, foray into the world of, like, kink and fetish?
1: Um, it was, it was definitely, it started with, uh, foot fetish stuff, because I was, um, uh, I'm a curved model and actress in Los Angeles, and I was at a photo shoot and the photographer told me, like, he was just like, "Hey, just so you know, like, you, like, you have really nice feet." And I was just like, "Oh, thanks." Like, <laughs> I didn't think anything about it at the time because I personally really like my own feet. I think they, I, I think they're literally perfect. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, thank you." <laughs> um, and he was like, "Nah, for real. Like, you, there's like, have you ever heard of foot fetishes? Like, have you ever, like, do you know anything about it?" And, like, I had heard, like, the term foot fetishes. I just assumed it was people that liked feet. Okay, cool, whatever. Um, But I didn't know anything else. And he he asked me after the shoot if, if it would be okay if he, like, took pictures of my feet. And he showed me, like, his Instagram, which at the time had, like, 95,000 followers, and I thought it was insane. And it was just pictures of feet. I was like, This is fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) What? And he was like, Yeah, man, like you can make money. Like you could start modeling and doing this type of modeling. And like, you know, it's just this is like an intro to like the fetish world. And I was like, Huh, okay, that's really interesting. So I sat, I thought about it, and I was like, Yeah, why not? Like, why? Why not? (laughs) So I kind of got into it that way and like created the Instagram. And then, you know, certain people, producers found me. I started making videos, and that's kind of how it started. And like my first um, shoot that I went to was in Florida, and I did a tickling shoot with uh, FTKL. Shout out to him. He's incredible. Love Phil.
2: Awesome.
1: Um, yeah he's great but um his girlfriend um is a session wrestler tiramisu mm-hmm. and i and she started telling me about what she did and how she wrestles and how she does all this other stuff and i was like yo that's fucking awesome like i was an athlete you know my whole entire life in school and college like i would love to do something more athletic i didn't even know that was a thing um and so she you know broke it down for me told me all about it told me to to, you know to make a profile on session girls and then that's how I got into like the wrestling and boxing aspect of um you know the the kinks that I cover
0: (laughs) okay that's also like the first question I want to ask though because I always think it's it's interesting when someone like when they make that decision to jump into this like and now I know you said you were like, "Oh wow, like you have all these followers and you can make money," but like, was there any hesitation of like, uh, especially you growing up very sheltered and vanilla? Was there any mm-hmm. kind of like, do, "Am I sure I want to do this?" Am I sure, or like, were you pretty much like, "Yeah, um, fuck it, let's go"?
1: No, I was like, I mean, I I sat and thought about it for like a day, and then I was like, "Fuck okay, it, let's do it," um, because at that point in my life, like, <laughs> I think I was twenty, like. 25 when I started I want to say 25 when I started and um I I was just living for myself like I had just got out of like a a freaking five-year relationship and Mm. was just like living in LA on my own and was Mm -hmm. truly living like for myself and also I I grew up (laughs) in Nevada where like, you know, we have the bunny ranch and strippers and all, you know, all this wildness. And so like to me, it didn't seem that crazy like that crazy. You know? Right. Um so I jumped into and at first I was just doing like videos and pictures and, and stuff like that. Um and then I I slowly got into sessions. Uh, because that was, I think that was the one thing that I was like, well, I don't know, like meeting random people. I don't, I don't know. Um, but after talking to like tiramisu and other, you know, session wrestlers and models who did do sessions, I felt so much more comfortable because they helped me. And I think that's a really big thing um, in this industry when when new people come in, like sometimes other models can be weird and like shun them to the side and not want to help them. But like, no help them <laughs> like, right, there's, right. A, there's enough you know there's enough sessions for all of us and um i think that that was just one of the biggest things that i was so happy to do in the beginning is is to receive that help and info from from those models on like how to vet people how to you know like where to have sessions all those kinds of things
0: no I, i'm so glad a that that happened for you and i'm so glad you said that because it's so key i think in any of this stuff like and, and I think we're we're wired to always just be like, oh, they're, you're trying to take mine, or that that have that guard up. But no, like in this world, there's enough for everybody. So like, I'm so glad, like you said, like that you had that help. But like for you, like hey, like because to me, like the more people get into it, like can it help it, it grow, and you know, you can always learn from somebody. Even though like you might be a veteran, someone mm-hmm. new can teach you how to do something else, maybe that you didn't think yeah. about or something. But it's like. Like you said, I think we, we, we're wired to believe, like, oh, well, if someone else does this, they're going to take food off my plate. And it's like, no, like, there's enough to go around. And that's the honest truth mm-hmm. about it. So, oh, that's yeah. Or, so like, good
1: they need to struggle so that they understand, but stop letting people struggle. Just help them out. (laughs) (laughs) Why do we got to do it? No, you need to, you need to learn the struggle, but what if we didn't have to like, wouldn't that be nice? Right. Right. So, yeah.
0: (laughs) No, I, I hear that all the time. And I tell people, I'm like, isn't like life hard enough as it is? Like, why do we, you know? And then I'm also like, I just strongly believe if people aren't in it for the right reasons, or they're not really passionate about it, that's going to show and they're going to flame out anyway. Like they're not going to keep up with it. So why do you have to like haze or give them the business? Like if they don't like it, they're not going to keep up anyway. So like, yeah, like just help them like, and see, like, you never know, maybe someone's on the fence or like not sure. And then that, that encouragement pushes someone through and, I don't know it's 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 so important I'm glad you said that like
1: oh yeah I much rather be the helping hand that pulls somebody up than pushing them down
0: right 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 because then he also I think about that too and this isn't like the reason why you should help somebody people listening but like it's like you never know (laughs) that like when all right maybe you're somewhere like now and then someone new's trying but I've seen it in so many different walks of life then like Years down the road, that person who you said forget about it—they're like up here, and then now you're Mm -hmm. like, "Hey, can you help me out?" And then
1: they're like, "Fuck you!"
0: Exactly, exactly. (laughs) So it's like now you should—you shouldn't help people for tip for tasks. I don't want people to be like, "D-Rock, you think that's no? That's not what I'm saying." But I have seen that many times where it's like, "Oh, I remember. I remember years ago. Yeah, you were you were mean to so and so, and now they're the they're in charge." And uh oh,
1: and it just feels, doesn't it? I feel like it just feeds your soul to be nicer. Like, just yeah. be, just be kind. Like, just be kind. Just be sweet. I'm not saying that you gotta be buddy buddy with everybody, because like I'm, you know, I'm not buddy buddy with everyone, <laughs> but I'm kind. I'm polite. I'm, mm-hmm. You know, so it just it is it is what it is. But yeah,
0: exactly. And I and I think everybody who's in in this is vulnerable and putting themselves out there and doing you know living their own journey which i think is yeah. awesome so like that should be like celebrated like when so much of society is trying to be like you know just nine to five and just at a desk it's cool when people do their own path and like other people doing their own path should be like hey we're we're like-minded you're one of me you're one of us like come on mm-hmm. exactly so that that's so cool and and now, when so Bazo tells you about session wrestling, were you kind of like because you had like you said you have the you're an athlete you're very athletic skilled and accomplished but you don't have the combat sports side so were you nervous about that or were you
1: <laughs> Nah, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. I'm a when I say I'm an athlete, I'm a motherfucking athlete. I can nice. play any sport. I can put like legit, I can play any sport. And I'm not just like gassing myself up. I just no. am. I'm a fucking athlete. So like you could show you can show me anything twice and then I'll know how to do it. Um so I think it was really for me it was it was easy starting out and like, you know, learning certain wrestling moves and holds and stuff like that. Cause I would just if someone was like, Hey, can you do this? And I'd be like, what's that? Show me. They'd show me. I'd be like, got it. And I can, and I, then I can do it. Um, so for me, it wasn't as like, it wasn't daunting or anything like that. Um, and when it comes to like athletic ability and, and stuff like that, I have a lot of confidence. So, um, I wasn't like, Oh no, I need to get in some classes or I need to do this or that. Like, I was like, all right, cool. I'm good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'll be good to go. Like she, I remember, uh, uh, Tiramisu was showing me some, some moves and stuff. She'd showed me some things and sent me some links and stuff. And then I, and and I was good.
0: Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Now the, And that's not gassing yourself. Cause Hey, we talked about beginning, like you're D one athlete, like that's the elite of the elite to, to get to that <laughs> level. Anyway, yeah. so that's not, that's kudos, that's no gas. And then also, that's another trait, because there's, there is something to it where, like, there's, like, athletic genius, because you could be athletic, but still, like, y- you can't, you ha- it takes you a, a while to pick something up sometimes, mm-hmm. and you have to watch it. So, like, that's a different level. It's true. It's
1: a, it's a whole different thing. Like, to me, there's, there's people that are athletes that are not athletic. Mm-hmm. Like they just so happen to be good at that sport or whatever Correct. that they play but if you if you were to take like a, bas- a a basketball player and make them play baseball or tennis or like something like that or football whatever it is like that doesn't always translate so you know people who who are good at multiple things they're athletic and there's also people who aren't athletes that are very athletic mm-hmm. um you know so it's just it's like I don't know. I wouldn't say it's a, it's a body type, but it's like a, it's like a muscle memory thing. Like yes, yeah. some muscles are smarter than other muscles and they just pick things up and go and you can just move with it.
0: And there's not, and it's not a knock. Cause like you said, there's some people who have to work harder to pick up like something physically, but they're still great at it. But they, it's yeah. just, you know, like on jobs, like you see people, there's some, you talk to someone training somebody and then, you have someone who is like, well, yeah, they train this person. They have to like sit down with them and like, they have to go over it again and again. And then sometimes they're like, I have someone new. I tell them once I show them once. And then they just, they have it.
1: Yeah. It's yeah. 100%. It's some, some people it's natural to them and then others it's not, they have to work really hard for it. But, um, I would definitely say that that athletics and in any type of sports and stuff like that just comes natural to me. um, and even like with with boxing and stuff like that like i've done boxing workouts um before like you know just just to work out but never like box against somebody um but the first time i did i did do like you know some sessions and videos and stuff like that and got to like actually box somebody i was like oh this shit is fun like (laughs) (laughs) this is awesome (laughs) That was so yeah, yeah,
0: I could I could tell just from listening to you, like like not only like did you pick it up fast, but like it was love at first. Like you were like, This is I'm home. I love this. Like
2: I
1: oh yeah, I wanna do this. For sure, for sure. Cause I'm I'm very, very competitive. Um, and so wrestling and like the boxing aspect, like that stuff, it's just it's so much fun for me. Um even though, like, I I don't do, and there's a reason why I don't do competitive matches,
2: mm-hmm. because
1: I know I would go too hard. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I only do semi-competitive and fantasy matches, but, like, because the competitive stuff, it's, like, it's crazy, and it's like that, like, I'm not I, would, I wouldn't say that I'm a particularly uh, aggressive person <laughs> or anything like that, but when it comes to sports, it's like another side of me comes out. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I'm like, let's fucking do this! <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking go! People are like, oh my God, <laughs> who's this person? I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> no, that's...
1: But, I'm yeah. trying...
0: Off the top of my memory... Like I've had other people come on who were like, we don't do we don't they don't like competitive matches, and usually it's because like the guy coming in takes it too far, and oh, like yeah. then. But that you're the first person I think is... I've heard to say like, I'm you're afraid of what you would do to the other people, <laughs> which is awesome. Which There's... is awesome.
1: It's definitely that because um, also like if another reason I would say reason number two that I don't do competitive matches is because certain men take things a little too far. But for me, if that, if that man takes something too far, I'm going to fuck him up. Yeah.
2: yeah, You're you're right. Like
1: I'm going to fuck him up. I'm, I am in like, and I'm not going to feel bad about it. And so that's why I just don't even want to go there. Like, um, I had a guy accidentally hit me in the face once and I told him that was one thing like you can't, you know, it was a boxing, a uh, semi competitive boxing. And um, he hit me in the face and I hit this man so hard. He like he I almost knocked him out. He stumbled. He fell over and was like, "Whoa!" I was like, "Yeah, I don't ever do that shit again." Um, <laughs> but like, I can get real mean if I need to, and I and I don't like having to do that. I don't like bringing that side of myself out. So that's a reason why I don't do competitive matches.
0: No, that's good to. That's what's fun about this. There's all different types. There's so many different. Even within the world of mixed or session wrestling, or you know, however you people want to say kink wrestling, there's different mm-hmm. types, and it's good to, I think, for anything, especially when you're doing something like this, uh, to know yourself and know your limits. I mean, you're, be yeah. open to try stuff, but know you, so like, it's better that you know that you know yourself and know like, I can take it too far, and mm-hmm. I don't, or and they might take it far back, and yada yada yada. It's better yeah, to know and that. Then it could like... just turn
1: into like a brawl, and like that's not fun. <laughs>
0: no, it's not fun. And, yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't want to do that. The whole point of this is for fun. It's for pleasure. It's for fun. Like, so why would I? Why would I do that? You know? Exactly. Um, that's how I. That's how I feel about it. And even like if I feel, even if I'm semi-competitive, like I go pretty. I I match energy. So if they're coming, if, if you know. They're coming at me with a little more than I'll turn myself up. But if it gets to a point that I notice that, like, okay, this, this is this is now competitive, I'll shut it down. I'll be like, okay, go. We need to go a little easy. We need to take it down a couple notches, cause I just I know how I am.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And and also I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to hurt anybody. You know that doesn't give me any pleasure being hurt or hurting someone else. So. That's just not something that
0: I want to do. Absolutely. Absolutely. No. Um, and that's why I always, I say on the show, I tell to people, if you're trying to do MMA, go to an MMA gym and do yes. that. That's where you got to go. This is not with that. They're, this is not the same thing.
2: Mm-hmm. It's This is
0: not for you can like, oh, you can spar with someone in between your um, your MMA time or as a substitute for your, you know, No, no, no. There's two different things. And if you want to do that, go there.
1: And like, for like 100% for men and women, like, if that's what you're looking to do, join a gym. (laughs)
2: Right. But,
1: you know, if you're learning, if you want to have fun, if you want to live out a fantasy, then absolutely this is something for you. But um, if not, 100% just go to a gym. Um, If it's a guy that just wants to like, take down women and beat up on women in a way to me that's weird you need to figure some shit out go to therapy mm-hmm. um and join a gym like right. you know? um, but 100 percent, like if you're not in this for the fun and the pleasure of it then it's not for you
0: absolutely absolutely now was which and did you do on the road sessions first or did you start off doing clips first
1: Started off doing clips first, and then um, I went into doing sessions. But I started doing – I mean, I started doing sessions pretty quickly. I think after six months, I started doing – you know, I joined, I would say, like, the fetish world and stuff. I started doing sessions. But it mostly started out with, like, foot fetish-related stuff, and then slowly – like, now when I travel – I I do all kinds of stuff, you know. Um, right, I do the you know foot fetish stuff, the like smothering scissors, uh, you know sessions, the wrestling the wrestling, the boxing. I do all that stuff. So, um, it's just gotten like my my menu has just grown. I guess you could say, <laughs> um, but yeah. But at first, it started with just like fantasy wrestling and like foot fetish stuff
0: now i have a quick sidebar but i just i've seen videos of you i'm a fan i i love obviously kink fetish but i'm also a fan of porn too um Mm -hmm. i've seen that you've worked with i'm a fan of macy cartel (laughs)
1: <laughs> yes i always get asked about macy
0: yeah yeah
1: <laughs> i always get asked about macy i think it's so funny but yes i'm sorry continue no
0: because I, I i'm because i it's funny because i was like oh i didn't know like when i saw that i was like oh like you worked with her like you guys worked like that's cool um and she is like it's like a big name i it's funny because there's some people you know like even within all i've been in, in like a fan of this for like 15 years or some people, you know, are big name and then some you're mm-hmm. like surprised are like, you're like, Oh, I, I didn't know as many people knew about her. So Macy cartel was yeah. like that for me with like porn where I'm like, Oh yeah. Like people do know her, but I, I would, I just kind of found her by accident and was like, I like what her videos. So, um, Yeah. I was wondering how, how was it working with her and have you worked with other bigger names? Oh, She's
1: great. She's great. Um, I, I have worked with other I have worked with other big names in the porn industry, um, but it's funny because I'm not a name person. So I forget yeah. people's names. And then I won't remember to like I see them on Instagram or not Instagram, but Twitter because Instagram is trash, but, uh, <laughs> so, like, I'll see him on Twitter and stuff like that, and, and I'll forget, like, the following that they have. I'll be like, oh, damn, that's right. You do really be doing this shit, right. Um, but, <laughs> no, uh, working with, with Macy Cartel is great. She's she's so funny. Like, she's very bubbly. She's really cool. I, I love working with her in person. Um, Most of the time when I go out you know to Florida to Tampa to work and shoot out there um she's she's also usually there (laughs) um so I've gotten to work with her multiple times now and and she's great she's she's awesome she's such a doll
0: that's awesome that's great so now which one would you say I guess came a little bit more I, I know you pick up things quick what just doing like this the mixed wrestling videos came a little more natural or going on the road doing sessions came a little more natural for you?
1: Um I mean they're they're like the same thing. You know? You're doing the same the only thing with I would say with videos and stuff like that is sometimes they're they're mapped out but you know, about right. like what you're doing, whereas like whereas a session is just gonna be like freestyled um, or catered to that person. If they're only, if they're like, I just want to be put in these two holds the entire time. Okay, bro. You won't get put in them two holds the entire time. <laughs> but as far as like a video goes, you know, it, it could be like, okay, so in the first, I don't know, three minutes or five minutes, or whatever we're going to do these two moves. And after that, we're going to do these two moves. Then we're going to go from this move to this one it's mapped out. And, um, Because I've worked in TV and film and I've done theater, I was a theater kid Um, on top of all my (laughs) leadership and everything. I was a very busy kid. Um, But that was also very, very easy for me to pick up. I would be like, okay, we're, we're doing this, 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 and then into this, right? Yes. Okay, cool. What do you need me to talk? Do you need me to say shit talk? What do you need? You want me to shit talk? Okay, Bob. Ready? We're ready to go? All right, action. Like that's how it's very quick to me um I know that some girls it's not as easy to to pick certain things up with videos um but I think that's why a lot of my videos do really well and I think that's why a lot of producers like to work with me because I am very professional in that in that aspect and I can pick things up very quickly um so I just need them to tell me like okay you're gonna do this and then this and I'll be like great
2: (laughs) I don't think I've
1: ever had a producer tell me you know more than twice uh to do something um and so i think uh, honestly both of them are really easy because well for for me personally um because of my my experience in like film and, and television and theater and stuff like that um as far as recording videos it's fairly easy for me and then as far as sessions go on the road it's just freestyling you know it's just going with the flow
0: so that's interesting because you're yours truly i'm not saying i've but i'm upcoming i'm gonna like do i've dabbled i've tried to be in like a couple videos in the past but like as like a you know i guess a performer like helping out but i'm gonna be Mm -hmm. doing something like really like my first time really like on and behind this like camera like working it and to me from the outside oh thank you and it's like i'm trying to get in that mindset because I'm used to really just doing sessions
2: mm-hmm.
0: and that's like, that's just one-on-one that's there where to me as someone who's like watched these like videos for so long, just like a difference. It seems like where it's like, it's, you have to be in it with that person, but then yeah. also you're playing to, you want to the camera and kind of like the audience at home and just yes. see stuff. So that's why it's like, it feels like definitely like it's similar and like what you're doing, but from the outside, and I, like I said, it's cool because I I want to make sure I'm taking any advice. So you know, I'm I'm listening. You're, you're the expert. So I'm <laughs> like I'm like making sure, like okay, like I know how to do a good session, like as like a fan who likes to do sessions, but
1: mm-hmm. how to make
0: sure it's like it's good for that performer I'm with, but then also yeah. good on camera too.
1: So the thing with – the thing versus so as far as being a session girl it is always about the client it's what mm-hmm. in a session it's what the client likes what holds they like to be put in what you know what they like and for videos it's about the client it's about what they like what will look good to them on camera right mm-hmm. so i think that it's difficult sometimes for men who want to go from being a session guy into a producer because they're still in the mindset of their pleasure what they like right but not everybody likes what you like and you have to remember when you're playing to the camera you need to put yourself in certain angles you need to do certain things you know like there's there's a reason why especially my my stuff that I film you know at you know at home with um my sub and everything like that when I do wrestling videos with him I, I don't have anyone yet to like film me at home. So mm-hmm. I put, you know, I just put a single standing camera and, you know, you know a lot of people do that um, who don't have someone to film them. But I strategically place where my holds are going to be. Mm. Um, so I'll tell him like, I'm going to put you in, you know, a reverse right here. I need your head right here. I'll tell, I'll give him a mark. And be like, this is where your head needs to fall. This is where your butt, this is where, you know, there's all those aspects that you have to think about. Because if you, if you're just going into it, like, oh, well, this is just going to be fun and we're going to record it. It's probably not going to be that good of a video because you're not thinking of the angles that the client is going to want to see.
0: Right. Okay. So that's, yeah. And I've been, honestly, someone said it kind of recently. So that's where, I, I, and that's why it's good to like talk to like an expert like you because um, I'm thinking like angles, just make sure like the camera, like it's clear and the camera can see it. <laughs> right. Just then... make
1: sure you can see us and there's enough light. Like exactly. that's, not, that's not it. That's not, right. Right. <laughs> that's a, not a good video.
0: <laughs> right. Right. That's why it's good to know that though. Cause uh, on, from the outside, like I'm a fan. Like I, I, I was backstage, I was stage crew. So I've never, I did do it once. I was on stage, but, and it was, like, in my 20s, like, finally. But I was always, like, the crew. So I never, I was, yeah. like, on oh, the spotlight. Like, that was, like, ugh, nerve-wracking. But, like, mm-hmm. it, it's, it, it's, like, yeah, because, like, just, like, from being, like, you said, and, like, not just saying it because you're here. Like, yeah, like, watching, like, the video, like, you did with, like, Garrick's game and stuff like that. Like, they're mm-hmm. awesome video. Like, you know, Hans is... You know, my boy, he's, you know, friend of the show and stuff. And, like, the video you did with him. So it is, like, yeah, you are really good on camera. And, like, and I think that's why I like asking people because there is something of, like, that it's, like, it's weird. It's a combination of, like, the physical. Like, obviously, people who are fans of yours, like, they're drawn to you physically. But they're Mm -hmm. also drawn to the type of videos you do. And also the energy or personality that you put out on camera
1: yeah that too. I was gonna say that I think that a lot of it is personality um and I think I'm just not afraid to be myself on camera. I've been on stage for a very long time. I've been on stage since I was a kid i've whether that was on the court in a game mm-hmm. or you know actually on stage in a play. so I've had a lot of of experience being in front of people, you know, having to play to my goods, so having to do all this and and having to showcase my personality. I've had a lot of experience doing that. So when it came to doing videos and stuff like that, it, I'm it was just very natural for me to just do the same thing, play, you know, play to myself, um, you know, show and express my, my own personality. Um, and I know that for some people it can be very nerve wracking at first, and they can be really nervous. Um, but you just have to turn those nerves into excitement, you know,
0: right, right, absolutely. Especially like, it's just something that you want to do because yeah. uh, there's some people who don't you don't have to I, I think it helps to have a clip store if you're in you know fetish world especially session wrestling or you have know, porn or whatever like
2: mm-hmm. it
0: helps that but you don't have to do that you can just you know put up pictures and go on session girls and and tour if you want to like yeah so like if you're making that choice to do it like it's I'm hoping at least it's because you you excited to do it, and you're right. It's it's just a difference from like I tell people like I get a butt when I do like an episode like like before I get on like with you like there's like a nervousness, but it's like it's not like trepidation. It's like oh man, I'm excited. I hope you know wanted to connect. I want to knock out the park if it's a good conversation, but it's not like I'm like you know when I was in school, the nervousness was like man, I hope it's a snow day and the test gets like. School's out, yeah. you have to go. Like
2: right.
0: it's not like yeah. like you know, I tell people like if you were like, Oh, I can't or I got sick or like, my throat and I couldn't do it, I would be disappointed. I'd be like, Oh man, I can't mm-hmm. do the show But like the bad nervous is when I'm like, Uh, I hope something happened. I hope I lose power and I, I can't talk to KKK. Like that's when I'm like, You should <laughs> you shouldn't do this then, like Yeah. <laughs> you know, why why are you doing you it? You can't,
1: can't let those nerves and the and that negativity take over your life. You gotta live in in the positive and that's just how you that's just how that's how i live life and i have a pretty good time so <laughs>
0: <laughs> i could tell i
1: highly suggest living through uh you know positive energy
0: so now what if you had to pick one And i know like we said earlier always growing always learning but, like, you, you do face-sitting. I've seen with VV Lane, which I want, I'm excited to hear about, too. Like, Lifting Carry, the mixed mm-hmm. boxing, the, the semi-comp, or the fantasy. Is there one? I know, like, you like them all, probably. But is there one if you were like, that's my favorite to, to do?
1: Um, I, I would say my favorite to do is pro-style wrestling. Wow. And I do that with uh, Modest Moms Wrestling it is a production they're out of like kind of like the sacramento area in california and um alexandra hamilton she's the one that that runs it runs the show and every single time i go to modest moms wrestling i i just have the best time it is so much fun um the the costumes that we wear like the tights and leggings the outfits um you know there's always like an outfit theme it's it's great i love it so people if you're you know listening and you haven't checked out modest moms wrestling go check it out because it's incredible their i their production value is amazing like you will not be disappointed with those videos they're great and Every time I go out there, I have a blast and I learn so much. I learn it, I learn a new move every time I go out there. So, oh, I cool. love it. Yeah, okay.
0: Now, how, how, how did you how was that re- a relationship forged? Like, did someone introduce you to Alexander so she, Hamilton?
1: She, um, Alexander Hamilton found me and, um, She she just hit me up was like hey you know I'm like in the Sacramento area would would I would love to shoot with you do you mind coming up you know and I was like of course not like yeah I love I love to shoot so luckily you know from Los Angeles to Sacramento it's just a day trip I flew out in the morning flew back at night (laughs) (laughs) type of thing um and it was it was so much fun but she she just found me on Twitter you know and saw that I was a wrestler and and was like yeah well, you know i want to i want to work with her and also also i think um, she has a a cool relationship with with Darius from Hit the Mat
2: mm-hmm.
1: and um and you know it's it's always great when you get to work with certain producers and then they pass your name on to other producers cuz i think it could have also been like that cuz i've worked with him and i worked with Darius so much at Hit the Mat and um when he goes up to like you know the <laughs> to me it's Northern California. When he goes up to that area, you know, I I know that he's asked to like use her ring and all this stuff. But um but yeah, no, just through word of mouth and, and Twitter and stuff like that.
0: Okay. No, that's awesome. So I and I, I didn't um I didn't even know that's really cool to know. Like so pro style wrestling would be I didn't I didn't know you did it, A, which is cool and then B I didn't know that yeah. was That would be your choice. That's really awesome.
1: Oh, yeah. It's so much fun. Because, I mean, to me, growing up (laughs) with, you know, a slight theater background and doing what I do now, that's what is, like, really putting on a show for me. Like, that's super fun because I'm now combining my love for, you know, theater and film and television with my love of sports putting the two together and then, you know, being able to do, it's just the best of both, of both worlds for me.
0: Right. Absolutely. No, for sure. It, it really, and I think that's why, and like you, we talked about earlier, like um, there's enough room for everything. So even with like doing a podcast about this, like if uh, there's shows where people and fans just like to talk about like, boom, just the session wrestling and just the moves. Or it could be another kink or fetish, and they just want to hear that, and that's it. And that's cool. Yeah. And I respect, but I like hearing this because, to, to me, everyone's past leads them to their present and their future. And it's so cool that, like, your theater background and your, you know, being an athlete, like, led right to here. And, like, you use those tools <laughs> yeah. that you have like and like some I guess like probably sometimes knowingly and probably sometimes unknowingly those things that you learn along the way help you out in this form
2: yeah for sure you
0: know, I think that's so cool that is so cool so now Thank you. you you mentioned earlier like you have a sub that's who you do a lot and I've seen your bit so how was that because um, people have like like vanilla friends have asked me about I've never been uh, like a sub in a long-term like mm-hmm. relationship but like how was that like I guess like for you like was that like a I don't want it's like a big jump or like was that kind of like a nice transition to kind of get into to being a dom in your your personal life
1: um it's it was natural. It didn't seem like a jump at all. I mean, I needed, I I needed and wanted to be able to make wrestling and boxing content and all different types of content on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't want to have to rely on being hired by a producer. Um, and I was tired of just doing solo content because that, <laughs> that gets boring after a while as you're right. And like, you know, um, so it was a natural move. And he was, he was really cool. And he, like, he had offered it before. And, and there's tons of people that offer to be subs because they want certain perks and like, you know, other things. But I think with him um, and choosing him to be my sub, it was just very, it was, it was very natural. And we, we get along in person, like in my real life, I do tend to keep like my (laughs) my vanilla life and my fetish life separate yeah Um, they don't really (laughs) blend together Mm -hmm. in a sense but um but with him I'm able to just like have real life conversations as well as you know focus on the the fetish side um as well so it is really nice it just it Worked out perfectly, and it was a very natural move to go that way to be able to make more content. Um, so yeah, not not a crazy jump or anything <laughs> <laughs> nerve wracking. It was just like one day I was like, I need to do this, okay? I'm gonna do it. <laughs>
0: okay, and this person was someone you had known before, or kind of,
1: um, I only knew him through um, fetish stuff, like he had he follows me on Instagram, followed my OnlyFans, followed you know. And um, I had a session with him once and I just remember him. And I think that I felt most comfortable with him because I didn't feel like he was trying to get anything out of me sort Mm. of thing. Um, Whereas I feel like often women will like turn down subs, models, wrestlers, whoever, doms, will, will turn down subs because we feel like they're just trying to take advantage of a certain situation. Whereas... Whereas, if anything, I'm taking advantage of him.
2: <laughs> right, right.
1: But, but, um, but no, yeah. Like, um, I think it, it's a perfect dynamic. You just need to figure you. You need to find a dynamic that fits for you, um, and that go that goes for every dom, every wrestler, every model. You know, everyone.
0: No, and because uh, I find it really interesting because of something you just said because like there's things obviously like whether you know it's it's dominatrix it's the sessions whatever kink fetish like there's a central attraction there's something there like and you you know it's it's obvious and you can't like deny it like that's why it's a at least a part of a reason why you know that person wants to session with you or wants to you know buy
1: Mm -hmm. your videos
0: but then i always wondered like yeah for like uh a dominatrix or for even someone like I see these guys who are like like quote unquote jobbers in like videos like yeah. how like how do you guys vet where it's like obviously they want to there's a physical or like they want those I guess I forget the word you use um perks. Uh mm-hmm. they want those but then they also are genuine. Like how do you kind of like do that vetting process?
1: Um well, it's, I mean, for everyone, it's different. For me, right. my sub was a foot guy, and I asked him to start doing, like, wrestling and boxing. And he actually, like, he does, um like, Muay Thai on his own. So it was already something that he was like, oh, that sounds actually kind of cool. Like, I wouldn't mind being punched around or, like, put in certain holds by you. Like, I wouldn't mind. And I was like, all right, Cool. Um, (laughs) we'll just do that. And then, you know, we started doing, I started kind of introducing him to more and more stuff like, okay, now these are videos that I want to do. And now this, what are you comfortable with this? What are you, you know? Um, so, but I think at first it was just, it's just a matter of being comfortable with that person. I don't, he's not, he is never asking me for things. I think that's a very big thing. Um, like, after we shoot a video, he's not like, oh, can I please, like, worship your feet now? Like, bro, get the fuck out of here. You'll do it when I tell you you can. Like, right, right, right. You know, a certain things. I think that's, like, a huge turn. Like, that's a huge red flag for me when they're constantly asking for things or being like, oh, hey, we should, we should make a video. And I'm like, why? Because you want a session? Like, you right. know, th- there's certain things like that that completely turn me off and I won't even like those people were. Whereas with him, I reach out to him and I'm like, hey, are you available on these dates to shoot? And he's like, yes, I am. Or no, I have this going on at work. Okay, cool. Um, But that's like one of the biggest things for me is that I think the guys that want to be subs and they want to be those guys, um, they want those perks so bad they don't think about anything else. You know, right, they, right. they're just like, to them, it's just like getting a free session or whatever it is. Um, so if they're like, if you're like really needy with it you're like, Oh, when are we going to shoot again? When are we going to do this? That I'm like, well, okay, now I don't even want to work with you anymore. <laughs> no,
0: no. And, so, and yeah. I, I asked that for like a reason, because I think, um, a lot of people who like, and I'm, I'm sure you, you get questioned. I know a lot of people who listen to the show, I have people who say, like, they don't know how to bring it up to their partner. Or they don't know how to do this and that. And I've had conversations, and, I, and I'm not I'm not saying any of this is easy for any – like you said, everyone's different. But, like, mm-hmm. there always has to be a balance. So it's like I tell oh, people yeah. you never want to be with someone who's just, like, eh, shut down to what you're into. But then you have to look at the other way. If that's all you're asking and that's all you want to do – that's not fair to that person, too.
1: Like 100%. It's the same thing. You could have a super vanilla life and just, and just like, <laughs> and just want to fuck people. Like, that's what you want to do. You want to fuck all the time. But if you just want to fuck me all the time, then I think that's all you want to do. And I don't think that there's really anything else there, you know? Yeah. So it's the same thing. If all you want to do all the time is just wrestle or just like, yeah, it's a, it's a, there has to be a balance. There has to be um with whether that's a relationship whether that's just like sessions like if that's all you want just do sessions do do sessions and call it good um especially if you're gonna be like kind of needy with it um but as far as being someone's sub then that's a that's up to you know the dom or whoever it is when they need you for stuff you know
0: right Right. And it's, I think that's the key. It's like, um, the way it, it sounds that's awesome, the, you know, like kudos to him, your, your sub, he, it, what matters to him is, is, it's respect for, and, and the boundaries of you. And he sees you as a, a person like, mm-hmm. and, and that's exactly. so huge. That's yes, huge.
1: Cause we're people like, and he just enjoys being able to help me. Like, that's a big thing. He He's just happy that I'm getting, you know, the help that I need with these videos. That's what makes him really happy. And then the occasional time when we do a foot worship video and he gets to suck on my toes. Like, right, right, know? right. <laughs> Which is a prick. But for the most part, if, like, he's not asking about stuff like that. If I'm like, okay, th- these are the videos we're shooting today. He's not going to be like, well, we're not going to shoot one like this. Like, he doesn't do that. He'll be like, okay, cool. That's what we're doing today. That's what we're doing today, you know? Um, so it's very, I think he sees me as a person and most importantly, I think he sees me as a businesswoman um, because that's what I am at the end of the day. That's what we all are.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, and I, that's like one of the most important parts to me. And it's, it just goes to show how much he respects me.
0: No, no, absolutely. And that, that's the key. And, and I and I like and the people who've listened probably are like oh you know we've heard this or we heard something but it's it's something that's always important to bring up um, is at the end and that's why I love having these conversations because there's a passion for you guys love it and fans love it and it's great but the effort that goes into it even someone like yourself mm-hmm. it comes natural you are it's a it's a passion but it's also a business from the traveling to the different types of videos and the shoots and, you know, schedules and times and getting people. That's why yes. it's like, I love having these kinds of people who, like here when someone charges like their rate, respect mm-hmm. that. Don't say, can I, you know, knock off like 200 bucks or like, no, don't yeah. do that. Don't
1: try to haggle it. If you, if you can't afford it, it's not for you. Or just find someone cheaper. Like don't go to someone, you don't go, you don't go to get a Rolex, and they're like, "Oh, it costs this much." You're like, "Okay, okay," but what if it was only a hundred dollars? They'll be like, "Get the <laughs> fuck out of here!" Like, right, right. Like, like, you know, like there, there's certain things like you just don't do it. Um, and I hate when people are like, "Oh, well," uh, I get this all the time. Like, "Oh, we'll do it." Um, do you have any discounts? Do you do any type of discounts? Why would I do a discount? You're a first time this is your first time ever working with me. This is your first time ever getting a session. Why would I give you of all people a discount? Right. Like, you know, like absolutely. It, there's certain things like, and don't ever ask for that shit. Like for, for me, there'll be a time like, hey, um, Say hey, something happens, I have to cancel our session, I send you back your deposit, all this stuff. The next time I hit you up, I'll be like, hey, I apologize. Last time I had to cancel, blah, 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 blah. blah. How about this time I give you like 50 bucks off or an extra 30 minutes or an extra, yeah. you know, something like that. Like, that's how I work if I'm like something was on my fault where something came up, I had to do something then cool. Maybe I can, I can work with you and I can get you like a discount or, you know, a a discount. I'm using finger quotes right now, Um, (laughs) but it's, it's because I'm, I'm being generous because of a, say it's a, a client usually that, that sees me every time I go to like New York Mm -hmm. and something comes up, I had to cancel. Cool. Next time I'll be like, Hey man, I'll give you an extra, extra 30 minutes like i'll throw it on top for you you know (laughs) um but the whole trying to haggle the price don't do that because people don't understand um especially for someone uh, like someone like me from from the west coast most of the session stuff is on the east coast if you really think about it Mm -hmm. um a lot of stuff is east coast midwest those are full day flights for me those are five hour flights so five and a half hour flights to get to the East Coast um, so and with the time change so now I'm losing time in my day that I can session mm-hmm. um, the ubers the food that we we now have to you know order because we're not at home we can't you know cook and stuff um, there's so much that goes into it I think just just to get to New York and get a hotel and all that stuff for me it costs like a grand. Just to get over there to do sessions and stuff like that. Right. So um, like off the top, that's not including Ubers, that's not including food, that's not including, you know, train rides, whatever it is. That's just the plane ticket in the hotel. (laughs) Yeah. You know, so people need to understand the business aspect of it is that I, you know, models in general, we're not gonna go places um unless we're profiting like if I'm gonna go if I'm gonna go to Atlanta and I it my expenses off the top are a grand and I only have enough sessions to profit eight hundred dollars I'm why would I go it doesn't make any sense I could stay home and shoot content and make that same money so I think that guys really need to understand that our prices aren't because we're trying to be greedy. It's not because, you know, we just want more money. It, it, it makes sense with all the expenses that we have to pay and people need to understand that.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, um, and I'm glad you said that. I'm glad when everyone says that because uh, no one's being mean and no one's being heartless. There's a lot that goes in. It's not easy. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. Take care someone who just had his first flight, you know, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy to do it. I yeah. went to New Orleans. So you're coming from West Coast all the way over to New York. Like, and that's, a, if you know, no layover. That That's a more expensive plane ticket.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, yeah, that's that right there is a lot in itself. Um, a lot of planning, a lot of stuff. So Absolutely. For sure. Now, um are there? Because uh, um, I've seen like as. Hey, I, I wanted to ask you this because she was on by like a not too, like a few episodes ago, and I shouldn't be because surprised because I've seen her do it. But watching the lift carry with you and Vivi, I'm always yeah. just like amazed by like her strength. Like I, yeah. and I shouldn't be because I've seen it and I know like she is just awesome she badass. Does.
1: She has the muscles. <laughs> yeah,
0: but I am always amazed, like her her strength. Like I'm like, wow. Like it seems like, and it, it she kind of has like you talk about your competitive. Like she has that competitive spark where it's like, well, all right, you can lift me, but I can lift you too. And it's like,
1: you mm-hmm. know, Barbie
0: thinks like it could be like Shack or something, and like in that kind of world, <laughs> Vivi like well, I I, yeah. I can lift you too, and he's like I don't know about that one, but like she's like ready to go, like so that's oh, why. Yeah it was really cool to see that
1: it was great getting to work with her and it was really fun um I've never been picked up like that before so that was a lot of fun for me because there was no doubt in my mind about what hold and like what what I could pick her up and lift her with you know um but at first I was like yeah she she's strong so she could definitely lift me um but I wasn't sure on all the, all the ways that she could. And I was like, dang, much respect. Much respect to her because she's very strong. And I was, I'm 2'10". So, yeah, she's, she's very strong.
0: That's awesome. Now, uh, someone who, and I kind of, I've been following just a couple, like, uh, producers I've been following, like, the past, I guess, like, year or so. Um, and one of them, like, who's kind newer for me, uh garrick from garrick's game and i kind of like how he shoots his
2: mm-hmm.
0: and you were just i think you're like the most recent episode or like or video on his and i was wondering what was that kind of like working because like the the layout with the mat but it's kind of like uh they kind of they they i know they're they are edited a little bit like but they kind of feel a little more like just raw and just you go kind of and i was wondering is that how yeah. it is
1: yeah, um, it was really fun working with him because he does a, a multi-camera system, which I thought that's why it's like kind of edited because he goes from camera to camera. But really, I, he has three cameras set up um, and then we just go. Yeah. <laughs> we just wrestle straight. I think like he sets a timer and, and there'll, there'll be a timer for like 10 or 15 or however, however long and we just kind of like go at it respectfully in a way that like you know we know each other's boundaries and and that's the thing with like producers and wrestlers and models and stuff like that we're never there to 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 hurt anyone so we're safe while we're doing it but yeah we just kind of go at it and and um let those three cameras capture whatever they get and it was really it was really cool that's the first time I ever saw someone use um multiple cameras like that, and I think that it's a a really good way to get great content in, in different angles um when when you're doing that because especially if you don't have someone there to film it you know if you're doing it on your own that's a great way to get mm-hmm. to get the angles that you want
0: now um was that i know because you do i I wasn't full on competitive though right was it still kind of semi comp or was that a competitive
1: oh it was, it was a very intense semi-competitive, I would say. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't say that it was like full, well, no, because he did kind of, I would say that it was just brushing the line of competitive.
0: <laughs> right. Now, was that the yeah. first time you've taken it that far in a video or?
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
0: Okay. Now was that kind of were you comfortable or was that like you, you felt oh, comfortable yeah, with him
1: no one hundred percent that that's like what I was saying earlier you know we're very we're comfortable with each other's boundaries we we know you know when to stop and everything um and that it, it was fun like it was definitely fun working with him um and I would totally go and and work work there again um but yeah, that was definitely I think the hardest that I've ever gone in a in a video, uh, for sure. And it was a lot of fun.
0: No, because um, I cracked up at it a few times because he's of a you know slender build,
2: mm-hmm. and
0: um, when he lifted you and you're like, oh, you're, you're strong. Like it, it made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. It made me laugh a few times because I was I was thinking the same thing. I was like, whoa, like you. I never really in the videos I've watched of him. Seen him use the strengths like that, but like when it happened, I was like, okay. And then I hear you, you kind of like start laughing. Oh, you're you're strong, huh?
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I can't help it. I <laughs> I have a mouth on me, so I'll say, I'll just say whatever I'm thinking. And yeah, when I I remember when he left me. I was like, damn, like I was not expecting that because he is like stature wise so much smaller than me (laughs) so when he did kind of like pick me up and put like move me i was like whoa
0: (laughs) no for sure and i I, and that's one thing i like i like you doing like i i maybe everyone's different so maybe just want it like you know stick to the a script or like boom boom i like when you're kind of like wink wink like you see behind or like that wasn't mm-hmm. like supposed to happen or like you're hearing like people give like the dialogue. Like, I like watching, like I'll watch a video and then I'll watch like, there's like a behind the scenes video with it. Cause I think it's really fascinating. So yeah. I'm just speaking as someone who like really like thinks you're like great and like respects what you do. I like when you say Thank that. You. Cause it was like, okay. Yeah. You, that wasn't like part of it. Like it shocked you too. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like,
1: yeah, it was definitely like a, like a, not a buying means necessary, but we, I mean, we're both trying to win and, um, and so, yeah, it just, it just shocked me when he, when he picked me up, I wasn't expecting it.
0: No, no. Okay. And, um, is that kind of making, obviously with someone you you talk with and, uh, you feel comfortable and trust, was that something you maybe would want to add more to your, like, like you said, you have that menu, it grows, would you maybe add that to clips of yours in the future, like a little more? I don't know the competitive. Term. Yeah, like but like not full on, but like it's like in between semi and fully competitive. It's like semi comp plus or something. I don't
1: know. Oh yeah, I mean for for sure. It it just depends on the right person, like. I'm not trying to be put in a pretzel and have my freaking wrist broken. No, no, no. I'm the type of person where I will, I won't tap like, and because I feel like I can get out. I can get out. If I like, you know, if I just keep trying, I can get out of any hold or anything like that. And so because I know I'm that person, that, <laughs> you know, like we talked about earlier and like if things get crazy, I have I'll pop off. So most likely those will not be added <laughs> to the list of things that I do, um, wh- like session wise or anything like that. I think as far as producers go, most producers don't do that. They don't, you know, mm-hmm. um, because why? Because most wrestlers don't. Right, um, right. So and it's all about comfortability. With him I felt comfortable. Um I you know, so it just it was what it was. And and I think a lot of times with producers, like I if I'm like, okay, stop, like we can stop, you know? Whereas like in a session, I don't know if someone actually will respect that. So that's, you know, another thing. But um but yeah, no, I think I'm I'm cool where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. So if it, if it comes down to working with him again, totally, we'll totally do it. Um, it was a lot of fun. But as far as, like, adding more competitive wrestling to my videos that I do, honestly, probably not. Because I don't want to advertise something that people can't get in, this, in a session.
0: Okay. Now, final question for me. Mm-hmm. Is there something that you haven't tried like I guess it could be either session but definitely on clips is there a style of you know anything that like you haven't tried that you're like kind of interested in or curious or like want to try in the future
1: um I definitely more like martial arts style kind of
2: Stuff awesome. I think would
1: be really fun. I just think it would be a lot of fun. Um, I think it would be really cool, and it would be fun to learn, uh, you know, some, some new moves and, and <laughs> cool stuff like that. But um, hmm, other than that, maybe, like, some kickboxing stuff would be really fun, too, because uh, I've done, like, strictly just kind of, like, boxing and then wrestling, so to throw in some kickboxing in there would be, would be a lot of fun. Okay, great,
0: great. No, that's awesome. Now, um, are you touring soon? I just want to make sure I get the plugs in before, but are you going on tour soon or uh, what, what sort I'm, of things that people should look out for?
1: So just definitely look out for more content. Um, you know, follow me on my Instagram, king with a Q I N G dot K K. Follow me on Twitter. King KK again the king is with the Q I N G. Um, and just keep an eye out for my my content. I post mostly on my OnlyFans. Um, I'm very active on on my OnlyFans and I'll be uploading like more videos and stuff soon to my I want clips. Um, but as of right now, um I don't have a a, a tour planned or anything like that. Um, gas prices are really high. I don't know if anyone's noticed. Yes, but for sure, for sure. That also affects airline prices, and so a typical, like usually, I feel like I could go to Atlanta for like two hundred bucks, and right now it's like mm, seven. So yes, yeah, <laughs> like, it's crazy. Yeah, it's the 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 airline prices right now are a little crazy, and because I'm on the west coast, it just makes it difficult to get over to the the. East Coast, Midwest, Northeast, and, you know, the South and everything. It makes it a little harder. So I'm just going to hunker down, shoot my content, and, you know, when those prices go back down, then I will be back up in the air. But, yeah.
0: <laughs> no, awesome. That's great. And I'm I'm totally with you. The prices are, uh, are going through the roof for airlines. So it's like, of course, when I want to start flying more, um, this is happening, so I'm like, okay, but yeah, trying to make <laughs> right. it work, trying to exactly. make it work, exactly, but I this was great, and thank you so much for coming on. This was unbelievable talking to you,
1: absolutely. It's so nice to talk to you, DR. Thanks for having me,
0: absolutely. Anytime you want to come on, like, it, it, anytime, pleasure's all mine. Like, this was this was so much fun.
2: Great! Yay! Because
0: <laughs> yeah, I definitely want to, uh, you know, I know you. Uh, it seems like there's some, some fun You mentioned DeGrassi and stuff. So in the future, I want to see, you know, some what those TV shows or you know things are like. If there's movies or something you like to like, do like watch and you oh, can? There's you know.
1: a very very long list of movies and TV <laughs> that I like to watch.
0: Okay, well maybe you know when we uh, we finish this one. Cause I kind of want to start doing that more. I kind of want to add like, you know, like, uh, you know, an episode where we, we watch a, a documentary or uh episode of a show and then we come on here and talk about it. So, you know, if you're down, maybe in the future, you know, we can, uh, we, something that you like to talk about and, uh, want to watch, we'll, 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 we'll watch it. And then we come on here and talk about it.
1: Yeah, for sure. I would love that. I lo- I can go on and on and on about movies and television. Like, Same here. Seriously.
0: Same here. It's like, it's
1: it's my it's my other industry. So <laughs> yeah, I can talk about it for so long.
0: Okay. Okay. So let me. Well, oh, well, you know what? What? Let me. Add. Favorite favorite TV show. Favorite movie.
1: Of like all time or right now?
0: <sighs> Which one is easier for you to answer?
1: Man, oh, favorite movie of all time is actually, uh, I'll say, <laughs> Lord of the Rings: of Two Towers. <laughs> okay, favorite movie of all time. Um, and favorite TV show, Game of Thrones, hands down.
0: Wow. Game of Thrones.
1: Yeah, of all time.
0: Interesting. Interesting. Okay, I yeah. like it. I like it.
1: Yeah. Definitely Lord
0: of the Rings fan. Okay. <laughs> Okay. No, I I've got I. Yeah, we definitely would. I, I want to have you back on soon, and we we'll pick something and watch it, and can break it down on here.
1: All right. Sounds good.
0: Okay. So for the amazing KK King, I'm D Rock. Thank you guys for listening to the After Hours Sessions. Take care. All right, we're good.
2: Awesome.
0: No, thank you so.